Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Would you be the jerk for telling a friend that they shouldn't wear a bikini to the pool? We'll get into that in a bit, but first... Am I the jerk for firing my brother after he proposed at my wedding? So, a bit of background. I own a plumbing company and hired my brother three years ago. He was jobless after the pandemic and I offered for him to come work for me. He was 22 at the time and is now looking to become a master plumber and start his own business. At my wedding, in which he was the best man, he decided that during his speech, he would give us all a big surprise and decided to propose to his longtime girlfriend. Me and my wife were appalled. We both feel like he stole the shine from our day. Everyone else in our families were so excited and kept taking pictures with her, looking at the ring, etc. I decided to fire him the very next day. He still doesn't understand why. He claims I'm being selfish and irrational. And our parents agree. They're saying that business should be separate from our personal lives. But I just can't overlook what he did and how he ruined our day. Am I overthinking this? Yeah, I definitely don't think OP's overthinking it. It is a very classless thing, at least in my opinion, to propose at anybody's wedding without clear and concise explicit consent from both members of that wedding to do so. Way to piggyback and steal somebody else's money and experience. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is... Am I the jerk for not wanting to pay the extra money my mother-in-law put for a gift I didn't ask for? My mother-in-law bought me a new coffee machine. I don't know why, as the one I have is still working fine, but whatever, I accept it. Before leaving, she told me I needed to pay her $30. I asked why, and she said that she planned on putting only $50 in the gift, but the cheapest coffee machine she could find was around $80, so I needed to put the $30 she added for the machine. That confused me because if she planned on only putting a certain amount in the gift that I, once again, didn't ask for, then why not give up the coffee machine idea and buy something that was actually $50? She said she didn't care about paying more if it made me happy. I said, well, clearly you do. Otherwise, you wouldn't ask me to pay the extra $30. She said it was just a matter of principle and that if I had a manner, I'd pay her. She then left. She later texted my husband that she was waiting on the $30 and would take back the coffee machine if I didn't. I told my husband to respond that she could come take it back because I was not going to give her the $30. My husband is not okay with that because he got attached to the machine, whatever that means, and to just give her the $30. I told my husband if he wanted to keep the machine, then he should give his mom the money she wants. He said I needed to do it because the gift is originally mine even though I never asked for it. He said I was making this harder than it needed to be and was selfish not to pay the extra $30 for the coffee machine his mom got me, especially knowing that he likes it. 
I have a hard time seeing how I'm wrong, so I'm coming here because there might be a chance that I am in the wrong. Should I just give his mom the $30 like she asks and be done with it? Definitely not. You're not even the one that's using it. If he loves it that much, he should understand why you're firmly against spending that $30, which is ridiculous, and he should be the one to foot the bill for the thing that he's so attached to. If he thinks it's the right thing to do, then pay her yourself. Shoot, if you have to pretend that you're giving a gift to your girlfriend to justify it, so be it. Although that also makes no sense because, again, he seems to be the only one who even cares about this. Our next story is, am I the jerk for ditching my assigned bridesmaid at a wedding for one that's younger and a different race as me? I ended up leaving the wedding early. One of my good friends from college was getting married, call him Tom, to his wife, call her Liz, and asked me to be one of his groomsmen. I was honored, I haven't seen him in a while because I live across the country. When I arrived to his city, I was assigned a bridesmaid, call her Kelly. Now, Kelly is a lovely woman, however, I think we were only assigned each other because we are both black. Liz starts telling me that we're both single and perfect for each other, but there was nothing to indicate that at all besides us both being black. I should add as well that Liz had a lot more bridesmaids than Tom had his groomsmen. The first night, the entire wedding party went out and it became clear that Kelly wanted to hook up. I was not into her at all, so I kindly turned her down. She then starts interrogating me as to why. I try to give a generic answer, but she starts listing off all of the reasons why we're so perfect together. I end up saying that I don't do the whole short-term type thing and as we both live in completely different states, there's no future here. She ends up cooling off but then tells me that she respects me more for that and that I'm a stand-up guy and the type of guy that she's looking for. During the rest of the time we're there, one of the other unmatched bridesmaids, let's call her Jen, starts messaging me privately and we hit it off. The next day, the wedding ceremony goes well, we have the reception, and me and Kelly do our entrance together and then dance together for a bit. After a bit, I go to the bar and Jen and I start to dance. At this point, Kelly is giving me dirty looks. I just ignore it and continue having a good time. All is going well until I'm at the bar. Kelly and Liz confront me and start saying that me dancing with Jen is inappropriate. They start saying she's too young for me, that it looks creepy. For what it's worth, I'm 32 and she's 24, about to turn 25. I'm like, oh, it's okay, me and Jen are just friends. Liz at this point is angry with me and starts saying that Jen is in college she's doing her masters, and that this is her wedding and she doesn't want to see that. Then Kelly starts saying that I must have a fetish for white women. At this point I realize that there's no logical argument I can make. I tell Kelly and Liz that I really enjoyed the wedding, but I need to go to bed early for my flight the next day. I leave and go up to my hotel. 15 minutes later, Jen leaves early. 5 minutes after Jen came up, we both get kicked out of the wedding party chat. I later find out from Tom that Kelly was crying her eyes out and that it messed up the night for Liz as well. He told me that he isn't mad at me because he told Liz from the start that Kelly isn't going to be my type, but instead Liz really wanted to set Kelly up. At this point, I feel terrible that I made it so Liz was not able to enjoy her special night. As for Kelly, I just wish she got no means no. I don't blame OP at all. The problem here is Liz wasn't focusing on her wedding night being her wedding night. She had some weird side mission to try to get their friend laid, which in my opinion is such a weird thing to be hyper-focused on during your big day. This next story is, 
am I the jerk for telling my daughter's teacher that she's being freaking stupid? Hi Reddit, I really lost my cool yesterday and I'm feeling really crappy about it, so I thought I'd ask some internet strangers for clarity. My 11 year old daughter is in 6th grade this year, and she's been working really hard in math. She's gotten over 80% in every class test so far, by sheer blood, sweat and tears. She never used to be particularly good at school and exams. She's of course an amazing kid in a million ways, but really struggled with math, and other subjects as well. Her math teacher has a pin board where she posts the names of two kids that have worked the hardest that week. She gives those kids a small reward, like a chocolate bar. I thought this was a good idea, because it motivates the kids who struggle with math. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. My daughter was crying a few weeks ago about how she's never been picked as the week's hard worker. I asked her how the teacher picks, and she said she doesn't really know, but it's usually kids who don't do so great in tests. If they show a little improvement, they go on the board. This seemed really unfair to the kids who work hard and score well, like my daughter. Yesterday we had the first parent-teacher meeting of the year, and I brought this up to the math teacher. She basically said my daughter does well only because she's naturally talented, so she only wants to give the hard worker reward to kids who are actually working for every mark. I just blew up on her. I yelled at her and called her a freaking idiot, and that she has no idea how much my daughter studies, even though she's only in 6th grade for freak's sake. I said it's really unfair to so obviously favor kids who don't get good grades. I feel guilty for making a scene. And also, is the teacher right here? I might be biased because I'm not a teacher and my daughter is involved. Am I the jerk? I definitely don't think OP's the jerk personally. 
I know if I were the parent here, I'd be feeling a bit miffed that my kid is getting explicitly singled out because they're doing well. I completely understand the methodology of rewarding the kids who show improvement like that, but you can't just make it exclusive. You gotta make it fair to other people too. Especially the people who continuously do well, you want to encourage that as well, right? This next story is, am I the jerk for accidentally getting my friend high? Hi Reddit. I, 20-year-old female, had my friend, 21-year-old female, let's call her Alice, over at my place the other day. We had just come home from a bar for a little nightcap since everything had closed by that point. When we got to my apartment, I quickly went to the bathroom and told Alice to make herself at home. Suddenly, maybe 10 minutes later, she started acting really weird, like she was slurring her words in an excessive way, and seemed to be completely spaced out. I was incredibly confused because she had barely drank when we were out, and now she was out of it. My first thought was that she could have been drugged at the bar we were just at. Whilst trying to figure out what the freak I'm supposed to do, she asked me what flavor my vape was, which confused me because I do not vape, nor do I smoke. I asked her what she meant, and she pointed at a vape on my bookshelf. That's when everything clicked. For my 20th birthday, a friend, 20-year-old male, had bought me a THC vape. My gift would be tickets to watch the new Spider-Man movie High. I'm not a stoner, but I maybe once or twice a year smoke with friends, just for fun. Anyway, I hadn't smoked it since then, so it was just lying on the top of my bookshelf. I'm short, so I never see it, hence me suppressing its existence. Alice, however, is very tall. She must have been looking around whilst I was in the bathroom, seen the vape, which looks very unassuming like any vape, and taken some puffs. Mind you, I don't know what the freak type of vape this is because I remember taking max two puffs and I had a complete out-of-body experience and I don't even know how many puffs she took. She's an avid vapor. I asked her if she had smoked that vape and she said yes. Now, Alice is extremely anti-drugs. Her father was an H addict, so she never did anything except drink alcohol. I always had a total understanding and full respect to her disposition to drugs, so I never, ever did drugs in front of her. I've only ever smoked weed and did the occasional Molly festivals, as you do. She completely, understandably, freaked out and started crying. I tried calming her as much as I could. I tried giving her food and water or anything to sober her up, but she screamed at me that I'd drugged her. She said she couldn't believe I'd done this to her, etc. I had to call her boyfriend and explain the situation and he picked her up. I feel freaking awful. My stomach drops even thinking about it. If I had remembered the vape, of course, I would have stashed it away more safely, but I hadn't planned on her coming over until we went to my place. And by the point we were home, I was tipsy and the thought didn't even cross my mind, just as it hadn't since I put it on the shelf. As soon as she left, I sent a huge apology text to her, but she left me unread. I get it. She's since blocked me everywhere and shunned me to all of our mutual friends, who are all torn on the issue. I've barely slept since. I can't eat. I feel so bad. Am I the jerk? Yeah, OP's not the jerk here. I mean, it's really not their fault. I'm surprised they haven't centered at all on the fact that why is it OP's fault at all when they saw somebody else's vape sitting on their shelf and they just grabbed it and started puffing away on it? Is that like just a socially acceptable thing to do? Because I'm not gonna lie, I'd be pretty grossed out if I was that vape owner. This next story is, am I the jerk for ignoring my husband on our anniversary? I work long hours, 16 plus, 3-4 to days a week at minimum. 
I put my meds in one of those weekly cases and take them daily. The pill bottle with remaining pills is on my dresser in my bedroom. Last week, after not seeing my husband for several days due to working, he mentioned to me that he's taking my extra meds, Adderall for those wondering. I told him those weren't extra, and after looking in the bottle, told him that now I didn't have enough to get me through the rest of the month. I usually only take the Adderall on days I'm working because that's when I need to be focused, hence the extra sometimes, but I've been working a ton of overtime lately to catch up on bills. So the following week, I'm back to working a ton of hours and barely being home. I go to fill my weekly med pack and the bottle of Adderall is empty. I wake my husband to ask what happened. He replies that he finished them. I get upset and start yelling at him. He apologizes and says that he thought it would be okay since I could take these, handing me my stepson's medication. I am furious and explain to him that one, I'm not stealing my son's meds and two, His meds are a different strength and long-acting, whereas mine are immediate release. I do want to mention that my son just left for boot camp and won't be home for several months, therefore doesn't need these. Today happens to be our anniversary, and my husband saying that I shouldn't be mad at him, he's sorry, blah blah blah. Am I being a jerk, or do I have the right to be mad? I don't even want to spend the day with him today, and it's our dang anniversary. If you made it this far, thanks for reading. Honestly, if I were in OP's shoes, I would start becoming very concerned about this guy's behavior. Because, to me, going and emptying your bottle? I mean, him just taking some of the extras is already concerning enough, but for him to just go and empty it without any remorse? I'm not gonna lie, I'm not very experienced with Adderall, but I do know it can be addictive. Either way, OP's clearly not the jerk here, right? I mean, the only way you could maybe say OP's the jerk is just because they didn't find a different hiding spot once they started popping them. Our next story is, am I the jerk for being blunt with my niece about learning to accept she can't always get what she wants? My brother has a daughter, Macy, and his wife, Ruth, has a daughter, Skylar. My brother and Ruth have been married since the girls, 17-year-old female, currently, were both six. Ruth's first husband died when Skylar was five, and Macy's mom chose not to be in her life. Because the girls are the same age, my brother and Ruth decided that it would be cute to treat them like twins, and Macy loved it, while Skylar hated it. Macy always saw Skylar as her BFF and sister. Skylar doesn't like Macy, and I don't think there's ever been a time she's enjoyed spending time with Macy. I'm almost positive she'd love to yeet her from life entirely. They were always pushed together, If Macy expressed an interest or mentioned to her parents that she wanted time with Skylar. Two years ago, the topic of college was first brought up, and a plan was made that the girls would go to the same college, if possible, and would request to be roommates if successful. The plan was for them to attend college in the same town and live in dorms for freshman year, and the plan was further detailed to say they would rent an apartment together for the other three years. This was to keep them close and to provide extra safety to them, apparently. Skylar was never on board with the plan. I heard her say it. My brother heard her say it. Ruth heard her say it. Macy heard her say it. Ruth's parents and my parents heard her say it. My other brother heard her say it. We all did. But my brother, Ruth and Macy, decided to ignore this. Last month, Macy heard Skylar talking to her friends and they were talking about college. And she'd heard them making plans together for college. She also heard Skylar say she'd pick the college furthest from her. Macy was so upset and told her parents and hellfire rained down on their house and Skylar was in trouble for making those plans. 
Macy's emotions have been all over the place these last few weeks. She goes from sad to angry and even surprised that Skylar was angry at her for telling her mom. My brother and Ruth were framing it like, poor Macy, she's the victim here, and I was in shock. I understand her being upset that Skylar doesn't feel the same way, but this should not come as a surprise to her. They're acting like Macy is six and Skylar bullied her and treated some much younger kid badly when all she did was try to do her own thing and get some independence. So when Macy came to me and complained to me, I was a lot harsher than maybe I should be. I told her that Skylar does not owe it to her to follow a plan everyone else made for her and that she needs to learn some people won't like her and she cannot force them. I told her she needs to accept the reality, which is Skylar and her are highly unlikely to go to school together after senior year and she's not going to see her all the time like she wants. Macy was crying by the time I finished. My brother and Ruth think I'm the jerk. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP's the jerk for giving a reality check. I mean, if they were brutal and saying like, how dare you for doing this or, you know, putting down them for having their emotions or their feelings, sure, that might be one thing. But OP was just kind of saying how it is and more or less standing up for somebody who nobody else wants to stand up for and recognize. Our next story is, am I the jerk, job pays $100,000, wife complains I need a different job because I don't make enough money to support our family. I told her that's ridiculous. My wife's been telling me for multiple years to get a job that actually pays a living wage. My job pays me $100,000 a year. I have four kids and we're late on paying bills almost every month. Today, my daughter got a huge glass of milk and I'd asked her not to drink milk since it's expensive and we need it for the meals we have ingredients for. My wife got mad and told me that she can drink as much milk as she likes and that it's ridiculous that I still work at the same place that cannot support a family of four. I yelled back. I told her the only problem we actually have is how much she spends on selfish garbage and she has no self-control and just buys whatever she wants and that it's her that is not supporting this family and it is her that doesn't have a job. She says she'll never respect me because I won't do what needs to be done like a real husband and father would, aka quit my job and find one that makes what she considers a livable wage, $250,000 plus. I told her she's out of her mind that $100,000 is a lot of money and way more than most people will ever make. She told me to hire a CPA. When I said I can't afford that, she said, hmm, with snark, followed by a whatever, dude. Am I the jerk? Not only do I think OP's not the jerk, I just feel bad for them. This ain't much of a marriage, man. My question is, how does OP keep going to this job and only making $100,000 when getting to that job means waking up and having to deal with that kind of a partner every single day? I think I'd sooner be living in a box next to a dollar tree than have to put up with that kind of behavior from my partner every single day. Our next story is, am I the jerk if I asked my girlfriend to put on some makeup for a party? So just typing out that title, it sounds terrible. I love my girlfriend. I love the way she looks. I love her humor, everything. We've been dating since college and are now almost 30. It hurt to type almost 30. I was invited to a birthday party by some new friends recently and they asked me if my girlfriend was coming. I always talk about her and hype her up so they were all excited to meet her. The day of the party comes and she looks amazing. She had some nice jeans on and a cute crop top. I noticed she wasn't wearing any makeup, 
So I asked her if she was going to put some on. She took this terribly and made it sound like I was making her out as some sort of trophy wife or girlfriend. Keep in mind, I never ask this from her. When we go out on dates, I could care less what she looks like. It's also not like she never wears makeup. Whenever she goes out with a girl, she's all done up. At least for me, if I were being introduced to some friends of my girlfriend, I would try to look my absolute best for her. I want to look as good as I can to make her look good as well. We're practically married at this point and I see her as an extension of me and vice versa. I also understand I have no say or control in what she wants to do or wear, so I most likely am the jerk for even asking it. Give it to me straight. Am I the jerk? Yeah, Opie's very clearly the jerk. That's a line you don't cross. You gotta love your partner with or without makeup and it's up to them. Our next story is, am I the jerk for faking an injury to get my sister to stop pranking me? My 17-year-old female, sister, 15-year-old female, plays this prank where she'll turn the lights off every time I shower. Our bathroom is weirdly long, so I'll have to get out of the shower, walk to the light switch, turn it back on, and then get back to the shower. It also leaves a mess of water for me to clean up afterwards, and I can't keep her out because the lock is broken. My parents gave her a verbal warning once, but when she continued to do it, there was no real punishment. They just told me to just put up with it and she'll eventually get bored and stop. Well, that didn't work because she continued this for three weeks. One day, as I was getting out of the shower to turn the lights back on, I almost slipped and fell. This gave me an idea. I waited until the next time she tried to pull this prank again. When she came to turn the lights off, I knocked all the stuff off the shower caddy, the bottles on the tub edge and the towel rack. I also pulled the shower curtain down and quickly laid on the ground. My mother burst in, turned the lights on and saw the mess, plus me on the ground. She ran up to me and asked if I was okay. I said no, I slipped in the dark and hurt myself pretty bad. After mom and dad helped me get settled, they turned on my sister. They yelled at her, took her phone and grounded her for the rest of the week. She was also forced to apologize to me and promised to never do it again. When I told my boyfriend about this, he said what I did was cruel. Not only did I unnecessarily scare my parents, my sister got punished for something that didn't happen. He says I could have just gotten a doorstop for the bathroom or a lamp so it's not as dark. I feel what I did was justified since me getting injured was something that could actually happen. Am I the jerk or am I in the clear? I think just from the net results of everything, I don't think it makes OP the jerk. I mean, ultimately, it's really disappointing that the parents didn't do anything when obviously it's a concern and an issue. So hey, I think they probably all deserve that wake-up call. And hey, next time, if something like that happens again, I bet they're going to take it a little bit more serious, right? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my friend that she shouldn't wear a bikini to the pool? My best friend was visiting me this week, and since it's summer, we decided we wanted to go to the pool. She's been on antidepressants for the past two years, which has made her gain a ton of weight. She used to be very slim and skinny like me, but the meds have completely changed her body composition. She brought a few bathing suits and was asking for my opinion on them. She had a one-piece and a bikini she was deciding between. She kept saying she looked too fat in the bikini and might wear the one-piece. I actually thought the one-piece looked better, but I didn't say anything because it was up to her. She modeled both for me and asked for my opinion. All I said was, I like the one piece better. She asked me if I thought she looked fat in the bikini, and I said no, I just like the other one better. 
She started to act super triggered and kept accusing me of thinking she's fat, and I told her to freak off and wear whatever she wants. She put on the one piece and kept making snarky comments about how I think she's fat and I would ignore her, but she kept taunting me with comments. So I just snapped and said, yeah, you shouldn't wear a bikini because it doesn't look good on you. Happy now? Is that what you wanted me to say so badly? She just started packing her bags and went somewhere. I haven't heard from her since. I heard from our mutual friend Allie that she's safe. She just went to a hotel and rebooked her flight. But Allie told me that apparently my friend told her that I called her fat, and Allie says I could have handled the situation better, even when I told her the real story. Am I the jerk? Could OP have handled it better? Yeah. Are they the jerk? I don't think so. This was a lose-lose scenario, a situation where they're relentlessly accusing and prodding, and at some point it's like, what do you want? Do you want me to just call you fat? Because yeah, it does feel like you're really heavily angling it like that. Like, what do you have to do to be able to move past this? This next story is, would I be the jerk for telling my sister I won't attend her wedding because I hate her fiancé? Older sister Brooke, 32-year-old female. Fiancé Mark, 32-year-old male. Me, no nickname necessary, 25-year-old female. Younger sister Jenny, 22-year-old female. My sister, caller Brooke, has been together with Mark since freshman year of high school. As far as I understand it, they did not want to get married initially because Brooke is vehemently child-free, and Mark agrees with her, but they have decided to hold a wedding-slash-commitment ceremony next spring after a lot of years of back and forth. The problem is, I've known Mark since I was a kid. He started coming around to the house a lot when he and Brooke were sophomores in high school, So I was 8 or so when I first met him as Brooke's boyfriend, and I've basically hated him the whole time. I've tried to be polite, particularly now that we're all adults, but I just don't want to go to the wedding of my sister and the guy she always puts before her family. As an example, when Brooke and Mark started dating, Brooke went from eating dinner at home with the rest of us every night to going out two or three times a week with Mark and his friends. This was against our parents' rules, and caused a lot of arguments that negatively impacted both me and our younger sister Jenny, who was barely in kindergarten at the time and didn't understand what was going on. Brooke and our parents started fighting basically every night and it was incredibly disruptive to our home life. My sister went from being my best friend to a stranger, and Mark was the one encouraging it. The stress of those years was so bad that I had to repeat fourth grade, failed math, and I was bullied really badly for that. I stopped going to school looking nice because there was so much tension in the home that no one was paying attention to whether or not I had clean clothes. Jenny also struggled academically and socially, but I was able to step in and help her more with things like getting dressed and packing her lunch, so she doesn't remember those years as negatively as I do. Of course, as soon as Brooke and Mark graduated, he convinced her to move across the country to go to college, Our parents were really hurt by this and there were a few years where she didn't come home over Christmas or summers. Eventually things cooled down when I was in high school and Brooke started making more contact with our family, but Mark would do things like glare at our parents over the dinner table and suddenly declare that it was time for them to go. I don't think I should have to go to the wedding of my sister and this guy that stole her from us and I'm planning on RSVPing no when the time comes. Our family has been minimally involved in wedding planning, and I'm not in the bridal party or anything like that. They all are friends of Brooks and Marks from the hospital where they work. 
Would I be the jerk? Please, OP, do your due diligence and don't show up. OP and their family are clearly the jerks here. I mean, the fact that they wanted to control her so badly. How dare you, I don't know, do something as crazy as get a boyfriend? How dare you actually want to spend nights with them? Go out to dinners with them? Have your own life? This is making our family so distraught that for some reason we're going to fall apart, be unable to take care of our youngest child? One of us is going to fail math because of you? I don't get how their family fell apart so hard because somebody started getting independence. It's not a family, this is like a cult. How dare you try to escape, Brooke? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.